continues in Trumot, the seventh parak of Trumot, at the fifth Mishnah. Shte kupot, two big baskets. Achat shel achat One of these is truma, and the other one is normal hulin, fixed up produce. Shenafla seya truma, latoch achat Now a seya, a scoop of truma, falls into one of these baskets. Ven yadua la'ezehem en nofla. And he doesn't know which basket it fell into. Where is the truma? The Mishnah rules, Harei Ani Omer, you could say, truma nafla. The truma fell into the truma. Now this is a big kula. The truma fell into the truma. That saves the day, because now the truma is just a little bigger. Baruch Shem, and the chulin is untouched. So Tefers Yisrael explains that this is based on the concept that deraisa, on a biblical level, the truma is batal barov. So as long as you have this big basket and merely one scoop falling in, that the rabbis allowed us to go back to the din deraisa because we have a suffix, where is the where's the truma? Since we have a suffix, we can rely on the din deraisa and say wherever it is, it's batal, and allow us to halachically assume that the hulin is still hulin and the truma is still truma. Mishnah continues, He's got two baskets in front of him. Which one's which? So he ate from one basket. He's a non-Kohen. He thinks he's eating chulin, and he ate one basket, but he's not sure. Was that chulin? Was that truma putter? So he's putter from paying back. But once he's eaten from one basket, the second one you have to treat like truma. So since he's eaten from one, and we've said he's putter, so the assumption is the non-Kohen ate from the chulin basket, so we have to treat the second basket as if it's definitely truma. Even though we're treating it like truma, it's still chayev in chala, which chala itself is a truma. We don't take chala out of truma, but because it might have been the chulin, we're not sure, we're making assumptions here, it's still chayev in chala like chulin is. Divri Rabbi Meir. This is according to Rabbi Meir. So it's a it's a leniency in Rabbi Meir that he would allow someone who ate from the first basket to assume he was eating from the chulin and then treat the second as truma, but al suffic it might not have been truma. He might have made a mistake, but he's still putter from paying back. But Rabbi um, Rabbi Yossi Poter. Rabbi Yossi's poter here on taking chala from the second basket. Rabbi Yossi says you can assume for sure that the non-Kohen ate from the Hulin, and the second basket is definitely Truma, and definitely doesn't need Chala. Achol acher et patar. If a second person, now another person, Ruven ate from the first basket, now Shimon comes along, he eats from the second basket, Shimon's also patar. Because Shimon can say from his perspective that he was eating from the Hulin basket, and it was Ruven who ate from the Truma. They can both say that they ate from Hulin and be believed, because we don't know which one's which, or both but if one person ate from both baskets, he has to pay back the kolkanim like the smaller basket. If he ate all of it, or he ate whatever the smaller amount was, or if he ate a seya from both, we pay back a seya. Also the suffix, because we don't know which one's the truma, so we assume, one of, them, of course, one of them is the truma, so we're going to be makel and assume it was the smaller amount he ate. If he ate half a seya from one and a seya from the other, we'll assume that the one he ate half a seya from was the truma. Mishnah Vav continues the same theme. If you have two baskets, one chulin, one truma, and now in Vav, nafla achat mehem to chulin. 
So one of these baskets got dumped into a bin of chulin. And we don't know, again, which basket was the one that went in. Eina midumaton. It does not make dimua, make a forbidden mixture, out of this new barrel of chulin. Shnia neigba ketruma. And the second one, you treat it as if it's truma. V'chayavet b'chola divirbi meyer. And it, even though you're treating it like truma, you still have to take chala. So it's kind of like chulin in that regard. You have to be machmer. Because it might be chulin and take the chala, according to Rabbi Meir. Abiyosi poter. Abiyosi says it's poter from the chala. So this is just like the last Mishnah. The Mishnah, hey, we said if he ate from one of these baskets, and we don't know if it's the chulin or the truma, we're going to assume that whatever basket he ate from is the chulin, and he's poter. So here, too, one of the baskets fell in to another amount of chulin. We're going to assume it was the chulin that fell in. It doesn't make it dimua. Because we have a suffix, we're not sure it was truma. Only vadai truma will make it uh, make it neduma, and here it's a suffix. But again, we have to treat the other barrel out of suffix like a truma. Now, if this new mixture, so this suffix, we don't know what it was, fell into our chulin. Now, this chulin falls into another place, into a third container. It doesn't make it neduma because it's a suffix, what fell into the first container. So we don't know if there's any truma in the second container. So when the second container falls in or is mixed into the third container, we can't say it's meduma. We're not sure there was ever any truma in here. But if both of these containers fell in, going back to the original containers, one's chulin, one's truma, we don't know which one's which. And if both of them fall into a container of chulin, and this container of chulin does not have a hundred parts equal to one part of what's falling in, so midamot, it does make meduma, it does make a forbidden mixture of chulin and truma, kikatona shebeshtehen, like the smaller amount of each of them. So if one of them was five seya and one of them was four seya, so it would make meduma the equivalent of four seya. It would make a proportional meduma like four seya because we're going to assume to be mekel that the smaller one is the one where the truma is. Shkoyach.